evening and welcome to Chatting to Wellness with Noskanko. Today we'll be talking about asthma and um, we'll be talking about the causes, the possible triggers, the symptoms of asthma, um, management of asthma, management of an asthmatic attack. We'll also talk about some possible treatments which doesn't negate your visit to the hospital and possibly if we've got some more time we can briefly go over the types of um, asthma we have firstly um why i was really particular about talking about this topic tonight or this week is the fact that my sister is asthmatic and she has never for any reason been asthmatic while we were growing up my father is not an asthmatic person, neither is my mom, although my father does have some bit of allergies. Um, and yes, after my sister had a first child, she developed this adult onset of asthma and it got really worse, you know, having to treat, having to she get triggers here and here and there, having to treat, having to manage. She goes to the hospital to get nebulized sometimes and it's just... You know the struggles of a of an everyday person in nigeria that has asthma and who has to live a normal life as well got me thinking and i was like okay let me just talk about this tonight maybe it's gonna help someone now what is asthma asthma is a condition which primarily affects the tubes that carries air like that carries air in and out of the lungs now and what, what happens is when this when this start happening, when it's that affecting the tubes that carries those air in and out of the lung, it causes the tubes to tighten up, becomes narrower, making it quite difficult for the person to breathe. Now imagine you're drinking your Fanta, your Coke, whatever drink you're having, your Gouda, your Guinness, with a straw. Now you're drinking this via the straw, it's going in straight up no issues no problem and then suddenly you just you 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 start applying a bit of pressure on the straw on the outside of the straw you start applying a bit of pressure pressing it together little by little you notice that you the, the amount of fluid you're getting via that straw start reducing and the, the amount of pressure you need to apply to draw up the fluid also start increasing and over time as you continue to apply that bit of pressure you keep constricting the, the straw and you find out that you're unable to take in any bit of fluid anymore while you keep struggling to bring up the fluid to your mouth causing you to have a bit of you know um uh not problem per se but you know this bit of pressure in your throat now imagine that bottle of drink or that cup of drink is is your lung the straw is the airway part, is the airway like the tubes that carries the air from outside environment into your lungs, which is the bottle. Now, imagine you're trying to draw up that hair, or let's say you're trying to drop that hair into your lungs and via the straw, and you keep constricting and constricting that airway, you know, that tube, you constrict it. You see the same process of being of you getting little fluid out of that bottle into your mouth 
is the same process that happens when your tubes your your airway that is the tubes that carries the hair down your lungs start constricting and over time if if care is not taken or if if not if not managed or treated quickly you lose the ability to actually bring in air enough air into your lungs struggling for breath and potentially it could be life-threatening we have different types of asthma we i'm just going to list them i'm not really going to go deeply into them we've got seasonal asthma we've got allergic asthma which is which seasonal asthma happens at certain seasons during the year allergic asthma happens only after you've been exposed to a particular to the allergy allergies that causes you or that triggers your asthma occupational asthma happens when happens at workplace and usually an adult or set on set happens at workplace when you are exposed to some certain things that causes you to have the asthma non-allergic um asthma develops later in life and it's usually no cause of asthma it just develops there is really no particular science or research data that tells us how it happens exercise induced um allergies happens um uh, asthma i mean happens when you overexert yourself or when you do some bit of exercises probably like cardio that causes you to go into asthma but you would have had asthma before it's not that the the exercise causes it the exercise just might trigger it um we've got severe uh, asthma we've got adult onset and we've got childhood onset now usually for people that have um asthma is a lifelong event actually is a lifelong condition and usually starts from childhood like it's usually from childhood but like probably 70 percent of it or more than half of the cases is usually from childhood but over time we've had adult onset of um of asthma and for the adult onset it happens for the rest of your life sadly also sadly asthma isn't curable but it's very much manageable and you can live your normal life without even having a crisis or an asthmatic attack whatsoever in a year in two years and three years and that's what i'm going to talk about today um now we're going to talk about the causes the possible causes of asthma now what are the causes causes are reasons you might get asthma they are causes and they are triggers of asthma now they sometimes are interwoven sometimes the the triggers can be the causes and the causes can be the triggers as well uh the triggers are just you know the things that can make your asthma worse usually the causes of your asthma could be a trigger that says what causes it initially might trigger it to make it worse now there are quite few causes of asthma one of them or the number one of it is actually family history of asthma or allergies now when i was talking about my family the other time remember i said my father has some allergies that already established um a sort of family history of possibility or an increased risk of getting asthma now a family history of asthma or a family history of allergies sort of allergies to pollens you know a fevers and stuff like that could predispose you to getting asthma now smoking as well now i'm talking i'm just talking generally not about a particular type of kind of, of asthma now smoking if you smoke like if you smoke probably okay let's say a pregnant woman 
you smoke there's a possibility of your child that you're going to deliver actually having asthma because that's a known cause smoking is a known cause of asthma of childhood asthma and that starts from a, a pregnant woman during pregnancy and if you as an adult also smoke it could also cause you to have the adult onset of asthma all right um also premature babies another cause of asthma could be premature babies so babies born before the week 37 that is 37 weeks of gestation or babies that has low birth weight um develop childhood asthma that they kind of live with throughout their life you know um also kids with allergies irrespective of the family history irrespective of the fact that probably they have um, family history of allergies or not family history of asthma or not kids with asthma as an increased um, chance or risk of getting asthma could be a known cause is a known cause of asthma now um, bronchiolitis which is like a viral infection and it causes your lung to swell or you on the pathway you know the the bronchi the the tubes i talked about you know the branches of the tubes i talked about when we initially started talking um so it causes the viral infection the virus causes them to swell causes those two branches to swell which results into the swelling of the lungs as well now it usually affects kids and there's an increased risk of your child getting bronchiolitis if you actually smoke so at the end of the day um i feel like parents have a lot to do to prevent their children from actually developing or from causing them asthma you know um another cause of asthma could be female hormones now remember when i was talking about my sister she developed a asthma after a childbirth like after initial pregnancy now although the the, the evidences are quite unclear it's shown that probably because the hormones cause inflammation the female hormones causes inflammation at times um it could be that that but it's been shown that some women develop asthma during or and and or after pregnancy or after childbirth some develop um during and after menopause and some if they're already asthmatic their asthma actually get worsens while they're having their periods so it's been shown that the female hormones might actually contribute or could cause you from actually cause you developing asthma actually which i think is what happened to my sister which i think is a flare-up of you know the hormones she had during pregnancy and childbirth and all of that now another cause of um, asthma could be environmental pollution such as traffic fumes you know chemicals from power plants around you think of anything in your environment probably a passive smoker that that, that leaves probably your roommates or your flatmates and it's he's an active smoker you are a passive smoker and you're actually getting that from that person it could actually cost you to develop asthma um traffic fumes if you're living in lagos that's already is a cost because you know you're sitting in traffic there are these cars on the road that haven't passed their mot's that haven't been checked in years and you're just inhaling these fumes like recently i saw a picture somewhere um of 
someone having an ac i think they wanted to do a maintenance on the ac in port Harcourt, and there was this old suit like suits in in the ac you know that was what somebody has been breathing in, and it could cause asthma actually um there are also something we call occupational hazard and that could cause occupational um asthma and these are caused by exposures to stuff at the workplace such as chemicals fumes dust from flour people you know our, our mothers that you know in the markets and um, that does elubo elubo you know you expose that fumes of elubo you know flour different kind of flour and uh, people that packages flour cements um people that does abestos you know all of those things are quite occupational as and they could actually lead you to um developing asthma um and like i said the causes could become the triggers and the triggers could actually be the causes um so signs and symptoms i'll just talk about the symptoms um initial you doesn't mean you're going to get all of the symptoms all at once it just means that if you're having any of this it means you need to see your doctor immediately it means you need to monitor yourself quite better and it means you need to take better care of yourself um so wheezing respiration and when i say wheezing respiration that's one of the symptoms of asthma wheezing respiration sounds like an eye pitch sound sort of like you know a sort of whistling while breathing sort of thing and usually occurs when you're trying to breathe out also another symptom of um, asthma is recurrent cough which is usually accompanied by a wheeze so if you're just coughing generally that doesn't mean you've got asthma but if that cough is quite recurrent and is usually accompanied by a wheeze um, you do need to see a doctor okay um, if you're breathless you get short of breath pretty quickly you feel breathless um, sometimes keeps you from speaking or completely in a set this sentence or it keeps you from eating or sleeping you do need to see a doctor um, if you feel tightness of chest sort of like someone is sitting on your chest or your heart your chest feels heavy or it's it's sort of um i'll say this in yoruba because i don't know how else to say it that sort of thing you know that kind of tightness in chest you get when you have a dry cough yeah um if you get any of the symptoms or all of the symptoms it's the time to see your gp um, your doctor your gp um for better you know diagnostic evaluation and this might only happen all of this or one of this might only happen when you're actually in contact with your trigger or the cause of your asthma or when you react to it um so you do need to keep an eye on yourself now the management of general management of asthma um it's advised that you take your preventer inhaler do not wait until you actually get the symptoms before you take it so if you've been diagnosed as having childhood um say childhood uh, asthma or you already have a proper diagnosis of asthma say you're in your adulthood already and you're just diagnosed of asthma you know this it's said it's advised that you use your preventer inhaler and the preventer inhalers uh is beclometasone that's the one we use in the uk and i know we do use that in nigeria as well so use that you don't have to wait that's why it's preventer it's, you're trying to prevent it you're trying to prevent the inflammation that leads you to having the asthma so we advise to take it before you actually get the symptoms you don't have to wait until you get it if you wait until you get it it's not actually going to prevent you from having it um carry that inhaler with you at all times wherever you go have a proper field inhaler make sure your inhaler is not finished and you're struggling for breath it's in asthma is quite 
life threat might be life threatening you know when you are unable to breathe properly you're not getting hair into your brain into your vital organs your body shuts down which inevitably might be death you know um make sure you use the right technique when you're using your in inhalers so make sure your mouth closes around in inhaler you take your puff you keep your mouth closed for a few seconds say 30 seconds and breathe normally during that time and um and then you repeat 10 to 15 minutes after your initial puff and then when you're done with taking your two puff we advise you rinse your mouth with water and spit it out just so you don't get sediments and start getting mouth sores okay it's also advice for management of your proper management of your asthma that you take a peak flow test that's sort of like to check your lung function uh, to check the way how much you can breathe in and breathe out properly um so we advise that you do that once or twice a year okay if you're smoking lifestyle changes if you're smoking we advise you quit it might not be easy to quit all at once but they are all that um methods you can go about that you know there are nicotine patches you can reduce the how many sticks of whatever thing you take that you take per day you can reduce that or per week or whatever you can start reducing it slowly sort of like build a schedule to re to reduce it for yourself you know all of that you can you know go about ways or if you need to see a therapist to help you through that you can see a therapist um if you're obese or you have an unhealthy weight it's advised you lose it because it could also be one of the causes or true sort of like increased predisposing factor to you getting asthma or to triggering your asthma so we advise you lose unhealthy weight we advise you to try to stay active don't overexert yourself because while you're staying active sort of like it helps build your long stamina as well and um yeah we just advise you keep a good healthy technique of keeping your lungs healthy okay no smoking um check what you eat their healthy meals no junks or small junks like little junks here and there um also talking about management of asthmatic attack um to manage an asthmatic attack say you you're just you're fine you're sitting down and you just suddenly get that asthmatic attack um it's advised that you sit up straight immediately reposition when you sit up straight it helps put your lungs in uh, your lung in a way that it expands a bit more filling out a little bit more and it helps you get more air into your lungs or better air into your lungs which helps you feel better we advise that you also try to stay calm it might not be easy to do because you're anxious you're not getting enough oxygen in yes totally but try to stay calm as much as possible it's advised that when you already know that you have an you have asthma people living around you you shouldn't keep that away from them just so they know how to help you better it's easier for somebody that is breathing fine to be able to make decisions on your behalf rather than you that is not actually getting enough air into your lungs and your anxious make that decision for yourself um so we also advise once you start having your asthmatic attack signal to someone around you to let them know that you're already having your attack so they can hand you your inhaler or you can go to you like i said take your inhaler with you at all times so you break out your inhaler take one to two puff of your inhaler within 15 minutes of each puff um just like the technique i've taught us breathing in warm hair actually helps so usually um my sister carries around um hot water bottle sort of wrapped in a towel and she just breathe that she puts that on her chest sometimes and sometimes she just puts it on her nose and it just helps 
moisturing and warm the hair going into your into our lungs and also expanding the bronchi as well um the tubes going down the hair weight tubes um also if your condition worsens even after doing all of this it's advised that you immediately go to see your doctor all right um nebulizers so when we're talking about treatments that loads of treatment your inhalers are very very important your preventer inhaler which is your beclometasone although i'm not i'm not prescribing this for you but you need to speak to your doctor if you don't have a preventer inhaler already so speak to your doctor for them to prescribe you one um serotide you know they are sort of the treatment we use ventolin nebulizers are good as well the sort of moisture and you know moisting the hair you breathe in giving you moisture and expanding your airways that is your tubes that carries the oxygen into your lungs um also when you're taking your inhaler if you find it hard to keep your mouth closed around the mouthpiece of your inhaler we advise that you use aero chamber which is attached to the end of your um, inhaler and it just helps you take the proper amount of puff that you need to take in of your inhaler okay and this concludes everything we have to talk about asthma today i hope i've been able to answer some of the questions you have in your mind like i said sadly asthma is not curable but it is manageable and you can live a normal life um you can live a normal life with the asthma if managed properly all right thank you for listening to this podcast if you have any questions you can chat me up on facebook or you can send me a mail on my website um ctw with noskanko at gmail.com um so yeah you can chat me up and ask me any of your questions thank you so much for tuning in today um have a wonderful week bye